Afade, and this is the KUM Podcast Network. Welcome to Conscious Living with Claire Calvo, where we show you how to live a happy and healthy island life. Thanks so much for downloading us. And now, here's Claire. day, namaste, and thank you for tuning in today, Guahan and beyond. I'm Claire Calvo, and this is Conscious Living. And today, you are in for such a treat. We have someone in the studio who... I absolutely love. She is someone who I've had the privilege and the pleasure of working very closely with this past mm-hmm. year. Well, work and play, right? Because it's about yep. flexitarianism. Exactly. I have the almond alchemist, oh! kitchen fairy herself, <laughs> kitchen Jenny Hoffman. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> so uh, most people, I guess, you know, if you're on Instagram, you know her as Puna Culture. Cultures. So you don't need to put your name. No, exactly. Just Puna Cultures. So thanks for coming in, Jenny. You know, ah. she's not even opened yet, like her actual storefront. But man, people are are just banging your door down, waiting. You're already doing subscriptions yeah, for, for, for your yeah for for, for a few exactly for a few that I've been that, that are clients from way back when right. in the day, right? So can you explain because there's some viewers and some those listening in yeah. who don't know Fauna Cultures or you can you just give us a little sure a little okay so Fauna Cultures is a plant-based um food production I like to say food production that's nice because it's not quite a restaurant it's not quite a cafe to get coffee kind of a it's thing a and so it's a food and beverage production and we focus we focus on uh functional highly functional foods and uh, what is highly functional foods? Foods that um, not only taste delicious and it's healthy, but they the ingredients that we use have a specific benefit or multiple benefits. And so we kind of yeah. use that as a uh, as a carrot for people. Yeah. Right? A very tasty carrot. carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine yeah. and medicine be thy food, he was thinking of you, oh, Jen. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? It just, you know, like you, Claire, you know, we value this holistic lifestyle. Right. And it's not just food. It's how we think. Mm-hmm. It's the energy body. It's the physical body. It's yeah. it's our mind, right? And so just, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I've always was connected with mama earth Mm. right Mm -hmm. and i found my solace in the jungle and i love you know growing food with my family because a lot of it was raised in the backyard um and then supplemented with you know store-bought items right Mm -hmm. and one one time my mom discovered i think hamburger helper (laughs) (laughs) and had seven kids and said you know that farm work is for the chickens (laughs) (laughs) and so and so at, at in middle school years or junior high school years I was like it went from like you know fresh all, all the freshness that we can get to like opening the pot right. and seeing goulash and I'm like and, and that was a struggle for me because mm. at a young age I identify with fresh tasty food and then I went wow. to canned food and I'm like holy moly how am I going to live the rest of my life under this roof wow. you know so at a young age you yeah. already kind of made that yeah made that connection oh, and I was awesome. bringing fire and I was like maybe five years old and I would bring my mom's car- cast iron frying pan into the jungle and make my own fire oh my god and then I would light the twigs pretend it was a cigarette <laughs> and then <laughs> Oh <laughs> you my know, God. whatever you know was wow. in, in the house and I bring it out and, and I spent lots of time in there and all you know seven kids right and Telefofo there's not a lot of places to go so you utilize the you know mother nature well, for lucky your playground for you, there wasn't that, that you know yeah, it, the, I'm the youngest of eight and uh-huh. honestly you know I feel like my mom did the best she can they know. all did yeah they all did <laughs> exactly. but man we really yeah 
I'm the first to admit, I grew up on like, you know, but like oh, all man. of that spam. Really? And as a kid, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, right? I, I think it would, it took like, I spoke in the, in the last co- podcast yeah. about it really took um, illness to bring me to wellness. Yeah. But you were saying, uh, you were saying earlier about how it's not just about what you're eating. Yeah. It's about, you know, about your thoughts, about everything else connected as far as living the holistic lifestyle. And I just want to mention that. Your food, like you could taste the, or you could feel mm-hmm. energetically. And I, you know, this may sound like airy fairy to some people, but no, truly, you know, there's science behind energy. Oh, totally. Everything is energy. Totally. And you could feel the love you pour into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And um, when I first start, when we first met and I started like trying some yeah. of your different um, uh, meals, mm-hmm. it reminded me I, when I was living in California, mm. there was this place called Alok and it's a, a plant-based raw, primarily raw uh, vegan restaurant. Wow. And the, the chef there, he's a monk mm. and I believe he is, but he took a vow of silence. Mm-hmm. So he prepares all his meals and he hasn't spoken. And that was years ago when yeah. I, when I used to go there, he hadn't spoken in like 10 years. Wow. And he, you know, meditates as he's preparing the meals mm-hmm. and like, you know, is listening to chanting and whatnot. And then when you shared with me yeah. that you actually as well chant as you're preparing mm-hmm. your meals, it's just, I'm like, oh my gosh, it totally made sense that why I felt the same vibration from yeah. your food ah, as yeah. from back then. And not even knowing not even and knowing. making the connection yeah, much yeah, later yeah, yeah, when yeah. we start to get to know each other a little bit better right. and the whole right. process, yeah. right? And I can totally relate to um, the, you know, the chef the monk, when you're, when you go into silence, the energy is not putting, is not being placed into talking. Right. Right. So every, all the energy is poured into his that creation. Mo- yeah. And that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, so I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, today, you know, we're going to touch a little bit on that, but I wanted to speak specifically about so Jenny and I thought I thought we coined the term, yeah, but apparently not because exactly. on Google I'm like, oh wait a minute, flexitarianism <laughs> exists. Yeah. So for like a food uh, yeah. category, so I looked up. You know, we thought that we 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 coined yeah. this term because I heard you say it, flexitarian. Then yeah. Because that's how I kind of live my life, right? The way that you do in terms of like food, right? And you go with the, I mean, predominantly plant based, right? Wholeheartedly. But if there comes a situation like I share the story, if I go up to Luta, right, and the, the poor you know uh, Chamorro uh, Manamko didn't know that I you know I'm plant based mm-hmm. and she prepared me a nice wild banadu as a guest right I'm going to honor her Absolutely. and definitely consume mm-hmm. what she had prepared yeah. and then just say a little pr- prayer you're right absolutely uh, in with the you know in with the good and out with the bad kind right. of a thing right, right? And, and just and just, and just let it go mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of like a, the flexitarian kind right. of model so apparently that is the is definition there, is there really <laughs> I googled oh, I, like, I put it on google I'm like Oh, that actually, that word's already coined. And wow. it's basically, that's what it means. Wow. It okay. means um, primarily plant-based. Yeah. But um, having the, the flexibility yeah. to, you know, be prime predominantly plant-based mm-hmm. but still having that flexibility yeah. and having and not and not be rigid right because right? that's 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 i think a part of the problem for me mm-hmm. is that i don't have that rigid kind of muscle yeah you know and yeah. so that and i think it comes with that sort of buddhist kind of mentality where you just you know create that space right and just allow Right. And like, as you've mentioned before, mm-hmm. kind of standing as witness. Exactly. Being a witness to the situation. And so and so it's all about, you know, just being easy on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, how lead a healthy lifestyle. But every now and then, you know, just forgive yourself when you do get off that track right. and get back on. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, we, we talk about 
rigidity, mm-hmm. right? And there, there was a point where I was quite rigid yeah. with, oh my goodness, even just like, um, just trying to think of just how rigid like I raw, was. Like raw food. Oh like yeah, there's yeah. A, there, there's a period where I did raw for like a year, mm-hmm. right? And it was phenomenal. I was high vibing. I loved it, right? You feel like but you're ma- just exactly. It was loading. <laughs> exactly. I love my the way my body resonated with uh, plant based raw foods. Mm-hmm. But then you know I found myself you know like um, being at a table and then putting myself in a box, you right. know, right. where I can't um, enjoy that moment and that quality time yeah. by sharing what people had to share and so every now and then you know that's when I stepped out of that box and I started to forgive myself in terms of practicing that flexitarian muscle yeah right and so you you mentioned uh the practice of Buddhism do you do you subscribe to are you you know I was bred born and raised Catholic Mm -hmm. took all the ten commandments and the solid foundation that it provided me with good morals values and virtue right but it never resonated wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. with me there was that in that, that little voice, that still voice within right. that kept saying, Jenny, you know, and, and the mind is, is so strong in terms of the ego. Yeah. And you constantly that, that doubting kind of feeling, right. the second guessing kind of feeling. Right. And so I was I was uh, that was happening, too. And so the prayers and the religion was not helping me there. That's when I discovered Buddhism, like when I was 18 years old mm-hmm. and read extensively about Zen Buddhism and the art of meditation. And that was the one thing where I yeah. wanted to reduce the noise in my mind with those constant, incessant thoughts. Because right. we all have them, yeah. right? Yeah. And, Absolutely. And that's whenever I became a textbook Buddhist where, and a meditator mm-hmm. where there was no, I didn't know anything about any kind of class that's available here on island at the time. And this was like maybe 30 years ago. Oh, wow. And so um, I just did textbook and um, read the instructions, sat. And lit a candle and stared at it until the candle became me. Wow. You know, so yeah, I'm staring yeah. at the candle and I'm in the fire and then, the, and then I am the fire, you know. And that's when I realized the, the, the value, the strength of reducing the ego, the thoughts in our mind, because we can't, we can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Just reducing it. Because when you reduce it, then that made me feel so much more calmer throughout yeah. my day mm-hmm. and more peaceful and more mindful. And then as I strengthened my meditation practice, then I realized that the still voice within, the still small voice within starts to talk to you, Mm. you know, or you feel it. Right. right. And so that's that's why when we reduce the noise in our head, it allows that veil to get thinner and thinner Mm -hmm. so the source can can communicate with us in however they do. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah. That's and, and, beautiful. And, and I'm totally, and I, it's my guiding light. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation. Meditation and listening. Listening to in. self. Because that is kind of, you know, when, when people think meditation, I think for the most part, a lot of people think, okay, you got to sit in lotus position. Exactly. You know, like on top of a, a mount hilltop, hilltop yeah, or something. Exactly. But really, like for me, meditation, you know, I'm very active. Yeah, I've got exactly. a lot of yang energy. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, what really turned me on to, because initially, you know, getting back to the whole rigidity thing, yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? I have to sit here and like not think. Exactly. And th- that's not possible. No. Thoughts, you know, to completely remove yourself from all thoughts is not, it's about tune, toning into just one thought. Exactly. And that whether it's being your breath or just being in the present moment. Exactly. And I remember um, Thich Nhat Hanh, an incredible wow. monk. Wow. I, when I was in LA, I, um, 
uh, went to one of his talks wow. and <laughs> he did it. He did a, a walking meditation Whoa. and that I totally resonated yeah. with. You know, it's about, it's not, you know, like, let's just stop time. Exactly. I mean, it can be, you it know, can that be. If, if that there's re- people who are mm-hmm. able to sit for hours yeah. and that's amazing. In a cave for years. Right, right. <laughs> right. But um, I also remember this book called uh, Urban Monk. Yeah. Or, or, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he just was sharing, you know. Like everyday Buddhism. like Yeah. Right. And how, you know, you can just bring it into your, it's not about removing yourself exactly. from the surroundings. No. It's about bringing that stillness within. Wherever, to wherever you, you go. are. Exactly. And, you know, if we're sticking, you know, we're talking about flexitarian, flexitarianism. Italian. And so, yeah, what I was saying is on Google, it's yeah. speaking specifically about the diet. Mm. So I guess flexitarian is, is a term used for just, Always, uh, 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 the way someone would eat. eat. Yeah. But, but, but expanding you, out exactly. to like other ways of just living a flexitarian exactly. life. And I think that, you know, meditation adds to the flexitarian yeah. life because yeah. you're able to, you know, be as is right. in that moment. And adaptable. Exactly. And totally. At the end of the resi- day. And it's resi- it's part of our human nature to, you know, survival of the fittest and, and, and resiliency right. is to go with the punches and the flow and then we can continue as a species, you know, yeah. here in our evolution. And so a flexitarian, you know, um, kind of has that uh, adaptability. Right. And that's important. In fact, yeah. I'm looking for, oh, so this guy who knows a thing or two named Charles Darwin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Synchronicity. <laughs> he said, it's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent. Mm-hmm. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. Exactly. And that, you know, I mean, we're in an ever change. Life is about change. change. That's the only thing that's constant. That's constant right. Change. So having that flexibility and the adaptability will help with something that, Everyone kind of already, you know, has an idea that stress mm-hmm. is a very, uh, it's the culprit to disease, mm-hmm. right? So Foundation, that's yeah. the other, the other thing is by just being a little more adaptable and flexible mm-hmm. in choices or in life in general, you can also help that, you know, alleviate some stress. Oh, for sure, Claire. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, where if you're like a tree that's not flexible, like a coconut, you know, a coconut in a storm uh, swings back and forth, back and yeah. forth, but never breaks, right? And a tree is rigid, a regular, another tree that's probably non-native yeah. will, become, will be, is rigid and will break, right? And so whenever we're, we're placed in a position where, like gave you the example where I was raw for like a year and I was really stressed, you know, yeah. in terms of not uh, conform uh, or being too rigid and in my in my diet. Right. Yeah. And a lot of diets are like that. Mm-hmm. Right. The keto diet, if you veer away from it, you produce, you know, you burn uh, glucose and you're not uh, making ketones. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people and there's, a, and there's a benefits to that. Right. But I don't think it's sustainable. In, 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 in the in long, long run. run. Yeah. As, uh, what do you think? Well, it's interesting you brought that up because I didn't even realize that you could do a, a plant-based keto. keto. You're so very limited, though. I had no idea. So yeah. my niece, uh, Rose Cal, mm-hmm. was a dietitian yeah. with Payless. Yeah. And she shared that over Thanksgiving, of course, you know, yeah. as we're all sitting around. Yeah. I did, by the way, I did really, you know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't say I did well because it's not like I craved turkey exactly. or any of that exactly. anyway. Exactly. But 
for me, it's always when it comes to dessert. Dessert. Oh my yeah, gosh. When it comes sure. to sweets. 99.9%. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, that's where I'm super flexible. I'm yeah, like, exactly. You know I'm going to have that and that. Exactly. And, but it's, and it's not, having a balance. Right? Exactly. It's, if you can taste but it's not but thanks. But it's not Thanksgiving every day. Right. 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 So, and you don't have to have the entire slice. No, you have a exactly. little piece of that. that and that's that. what I do when I go to buffets, right? Which right. I hardly ever do. But when I do and I yeah. see something there, I don't take the whole, you know, piece of uh, dessert. Yeah. I cut cut it in a quarter or half. I leave the other half for somebody else. Because right. we don't, I, everything goes, I mean, it's going to go to waste because that's what happens. I eat only one or two bites and it goes to waste, yeah. right? Yeah. But going back to the plant-based keto, mm-hmm. right? There is such a thing, but boy, we think keto is restrictive, Right. Wait till you go to plant-based keto. <laughs> no. Well, it's I'm about even, to find out next week. <laughs> it's even that much more restrictive. And really? so, yeah, so you're, you're, you're increasing the fat to 60% mm-hmm. and then dividing the carbs and the protein, right? Right. Because that, that increase in fats is what is your body going to get. It's going to get fat adapted mm-hmm. and it's going to create ketones. And that's what the body uses to burn as energy instead of glucose. Right. Okay. Instead of carbs. Right. Right. And so um, there's just, you know, it's a wonderful technology, diet technology for those that are like type two. You have stored excess weight that you can't get rid of. And yeah. usually when you go through keto and you're not losing it, mm. then the indicator is toxins. The toxins are holding on to it. And so a lot of times people plateau. Right, right. right. And so they have to like start thinking about detoxification so that they can, the, the fat can release the stored right. sugars from bazillion yeah. years ago. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I didn't even realize, uh, well, yeah, because, you know, the toxins, a lot of the junk is stored in your fat Exactly. Cells. exactly. And, and there's a reason for that. The body's innate storing capability it. is storing it there stored instead energy. of organs. You right. know, and taking it Our away. Our bodies are so phenomenal. So it's a miracle. It can heal. It can Absolutely. totally heal in its own because we have the innate capability. But the yeah. problem with that, right, Claire, yeah. is that the toxins that we've accumulate over our lifestyle over the course of it's years. An overload. Exactly. It's an overload where mm-hmm. it's stressed and it can't do very much and, yeah. and can't even lose that fat right, because right. we have to take care of the toxins binding onto it. Yeah. Right. And so the flexitarian lifestyle, I love it because <laughs> we use it. Like you said, right? Uh, Thanksgiving, get all the desserts and eat, 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 runny nose, gluten, holy macaroni. <laughs> I think that's I'm why this is happening gluten right Gluten to now. me, majorly. Yeah. Majorly. Yeah, yeah. And I discovered because every the now sugar. and then, Every now and then I like to eat Ichiban because that was the one processed foods I loved as a kid. I love Ichiban with Tabasco, as simple as that is, right? So I discovered this like maybe a year ago. I started to like, you know, very clean eating. And then every uh, once in a blue moon, ate Ichiban the next day. Mm. flare 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 up inflammation in my in my shoulder my right shoulder wow crazy right so you're saying like on your skin or your muscles my muscles my my muscles literally like inflammation and then i start to kind of like over time correlate it with ichiban every time i ate ichiban yeah it would make this inflame and then msg primarily or from the noodles maybe msg gluten it's highly processed (laughs) (laughs) All contributing factor that broke the camel's back, right? You know, so right, um, and so I started to be and be aware about yeah. this, right? So then I started to like, you know incorporate fasting components in yeah. there as well and because this is all part of the flexitarian so you know right. we, we ate this you know icky stuff let me fast and let's go ahead and control the inflammation yes. before i go to the doctor right because yep. it was that bad and wow. two-day fast 
knocked it three out. Three days, two, three days, boom, gone, nothing. Yeah. You know. And when you say fast, what are you fasting on? Okay, so um, usually when I do something like that, it just depends on the situation. But specifically for that inflammation, I just do a water fast yeah. for two to three days. And the beauty about this, you know, fasting uh, component, Claire, is that we can utilize it in our flexitarian lifestyle mm -hmm. whenever we overindulge, right? And we can do the detoxifying components as well, like a smoothie cleanse or a mm -hmm. 21 detox to incorporate, you know, that component as well yeah. in the different modalities that will help, you know, bring us back to homeostasis, right? right? Because our body's in balance. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the key, I think, for us flexitarians yeah. is to know what tools to use mm -hmm. so that this can, our body can, and mind can run efficiently. Yeah. And uh, it's freaking phenomenal. Well, that's what I did the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I did just a 24-hour. I didn't do like a full. Wow. I just did a one-day water fast, and I felt better. Wow. But that was what last week. And I think between then and now, there's other stressors. Yeah. Not even food-related. Yeah. Just stressors just in stressors the life. life. Yeah. That brought, I feel like, I got rid of whatever this, like, head code thing is, but it came back. Came back. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, that's life. You know, you can't, you can't. You can't quarantine yourself exactly. off of like germs no. and like bacteria no. and stress. Life. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's another thing, right, in terms of being uh, a flexitarian and being very mindful is identifying that life is just the way that it is. Right. And, and that's hard. That's a hard concept to, for people to understand. Right. Because we react to situations yeah. very easily because mm -hmm. we're, we're we're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Right. And react we're, or respond. We're, 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 we're trained over right. you know, our cultures, our culture, our upbringing yeah. um, to, to be. Whereas if we just flip it and, and take a look for what it is, mm -hmm. you know, and you can still be very. Um, have a lot of compassion and feel, but you don't, don't necessarily have to react to the yeah. situation and your body doesn't have to go through the physiological processes right. of that situation. Well, what's interesting though is that may be happening on your cognitive yeah. level yeah. because I'll tell you a couple of days but ago, the energy level. I lost, <laughs> what? I thought I lost it and I ended up finding my son's passports, my oh, son and my passport. That was <laughs> oh my goodness. And I knew that I had to get it for him and you know, you know, he had a trip to leave and then, you know, I had planned, you know, to leave a few yeah. days later. I tore my room upside down, my heart, and I just went through it for hours. I, I was like in a peak state. You know, it's kind of like the fight or flight. Oh, you know, for sure. I'm like, the same. Dun, 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 dun. I'm sure. able to lift everything exactly. and do everything. Like, I where's everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then finally, when I found his, at least, I'm like, Whew. But after all of that, the exhaustion and I feel like the stress it put on me was yeah. incredible. Yeah. How we could really just create that kind of stress and that and not be and not be for illness and not for and not be aware of it because right because that's, there's a purpose as a flight or fight yeah. right that's natural that's that's how we run from T Rex. <laughs> no, but I'm like okay, Claire, focus on your exactly. breath. Exactly. So I'm breathing. Exactly. But I'm still my body's still, still feeling going through it because yeah. you know that it, it is in the back of your mind and it. It still bothered, it bothered right, you. Right. And I would have done the same yeah. thing. And even it, my breaths, you know how yeah. they say your breath is a reflection of your thoughts. Exactly. Right? And so even though I thought I was taking deep, long, you know, diaphragm yeah. breath, breaths, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like goodness. shallow breathing. Yeah. So it just added to it. And but, so what do you do? Do you like, sh do you like just step more back and yeah. just I had get, to gain switch. your composure? I left the room. I had to sit down, sat down, took some deep breaths. And then, you know, but really 
the mind is so powerful that I'm like, okay, okay, it'll, it'll show up, it'll show up. Yeah. But really, I'm like, who am I like, kidding? Surrender it, surrender it. <laughs> surrender it. But really, like, it's like, you could do what you can. Exactly. And that's part of the whole exactly. flexitarian thing. You do what, what you, you can. can. Exactly. And there are certain things you just got to surrender control. Exactly. You know, because at the end of the day, the moment you realize you don't have control mm -hmm. is the moment that you truly do have your have, internal control. Exactly. So and that's that, when you learn how to release it and yeah. surrender because who knows in the grander scheme of things why that's happening. Why that's happening like, at oh, that maybe moment. I wasn't supposed to go because exactly. of plane, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know. And if it's one thing, if you're thinking that way and you put yourself in that position, right? Right. That's different, right? But if you unintentionally yeah. are in that, in that situation and, and you get to a point where there's nothing else that you can do. You just surrender it. And yeah. that's where the visualization where, you know, it's shared with people. And I think I shared it with you where if someone is bugging the heck out of me and I'm being a human mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, yeah. right? Because we all, and that's the reason why we're here because yeah. these experiences help us elevate in our spiritual practice, right? If that person has gotten under my skin and is really bugging the heck out of me and I, it's hard I have a hard time letting it go mm -hmm. in my head, then I would sit down and meditate and visualize that person in my mind's eye with bright, loving, healing light in my hands onto the source's hands mm -hmm. saying, to make it for me, yeah. take care of it. This, this is you, you know? Beautiful. And you know what? Nine, I mean, nine out of 10 times mm -hmm. I've done that. It has always um, proven and helped. And then the answers come later. Beautiful. Like, soon after for me. Yeah. Because, you know, that, that, you know, we all have, you know, certain people that rub us the wrong way yeah. or oh, somebody who sure. offends us by what they say or what they do or not yeah. say or not do. Especially in the, during the moon cycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And really, it's having that, you know, because we could talk about compassion. Yeah. We could talk, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, oh I'm going to pray for boy. Oh, exactly. Pray for and that's wonderful and yes, beautiful. And exactly. I'm sure you pray for them and whatnot. And but really, like, it helps to really under try to understand, OK, for you to do or say something like that to mm -hmm. me that's you know hurtful yeah it, i could only imagine what you're going through inside exactly and having that bit of you compassion flipped yeah you flipped it yeah like rather than going huh <laughs> you're talking to me yeah. you know, no believe me those days were yeah, yeah. i used to be super yeah. just hot-headed exactly reactive. yeah like you know the, i call like, the tremor huh? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your chest butts then, out <laughs> exactly right yeah and so and having and it, it, i think it comes with more experiences, more mindfulness, more knowing what kind of tools are out there to go be centered and right. go inward yeah. as opposed to, you know, attacking yeah. and blaming uh, the other person, right? Because the, like you said, we don't we don't know what they've gone through in order to get to where they're, exactly. to get out of bed, right. for goodness sake. So right. I'm in charge of my, I always tell people, they're in charge of their karma, I'm in charge of my own karma. Yeah. So how I respond to you is how I'm going to burn off karma that I've accumulated over life times right nice and so that i'm only creating you know right. good karma so that yeah. you know whatever is there is there at the end beautiful, <laughs> beautiful yeah and so what you said something earlier about how going back to the whole yeah. flexitarian diet so like if you go to a fiesta and you mm -hmm. know you yeah. you eat a certain way but it's more important to you mm -hmm. that you are being respectful yeah. of someone who's offering you something because i've been asked that before you mm -hmm. know um yeah. I remember like when we we're when I first started doing like a ten of the twenty one day detox. I remember being at a restaurant and someone walking by and looking down at my plate. They're like, oh, "You eat that?" Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I get those looks too. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's really you know, at the same time you know you you still, it's 
what we eat is only a part, part of our life. Exactly. You know, we don't we don't live to eat. We eat to, to live. live. And and but ninety nine point nine percent live to eat. <laughs> right, right. But right. now that I have a seven year old yeah. son, I remember people asking like, "Oh, so are you going to raise him?" You yeah. know, like you know, even when he was a baby. Of course, I thought I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to puree everything. Everything's yeah. going to be organic." Let <laughs> hello, life takes His over. Grandparents <laughs> gave him McDonald's at like three years old. I'm like, "That's it. It's over." He's tried French fries. It's you know, it's like, he already has. That <laughs> so I mean, at the same time, you know, it's like we want to make sure my my son is my everything, right? I want to yeah, make sure that yeah. he is healthy, mentally, emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. But his, I'm not going to socially marginalize. Oh him. yeah, you know what sure. I mean. I yeah. want to make sure that because health is more it encompasses everything. Exactly, right? our relationships are huge. Oh, and on sure. that point of relationships, I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, labels okay. and why, you know, that's another thing that I think it's important about being flexitarian because, you know, I feel like oh. whether you're saying I'm a vegan yeah, exactly. or I'm a this or oh, I'm, I'm vegan, a, <laughs> you know, already right. there is a label. There's already preconceived or, you know, oh, I'm a yogi. Yeah, exactly. And labels. why are we going to create more? Those are walls, right? Yes. And, and I, I've, I've heard before, um, and I really like this. When you define yourself, you can find yourself. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's not to say, you know, nothing's wrong. I'm proud to be yeah, tomorrow. I'm exactly. proud to be a woman. These yeah. are things that are a part of me, but it's not who I am. am. All of us have the, you know, who are you beyond the face, beyond Mm -hmm. the name. Believe me, even that whole thing, I'm like, please (laughs) do not even go there with, oh, well, you must like such and such. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like the more barriers and labels we put up, we're going to have more... More veils to like layers to like take off. And more disconnection from each other. We have enough disconnection because we're like this, you know. Oh, yeah. And we're not, we no longer have... And so real time connection. Okay, I'm vegan. You're, you know, whatever. You're a paleo. Yeah. So that's one thing. You know, I mean, we could use that and be like, okay, great. I want to hear about... But nine times out of ten... People are going to focus more on the conflict or the, the differences exactly. rather than our and similarities. That, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah, we both care about our health yeah. or we both, you know, want to eat as close to nature as possible. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's kind of like, oh, well, you don't, you're, you know, you, you, what, what do you, you eat? Yeah, like you air? grass. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so. Um, I'm not that highly evolved yet. <laughs> <laughs> to do what? To, to just to eat, eat air, eat, uh, breathe air and take in sunlight. Well, you know, you know there are breatharians, <laughs> right? Really? Have you heard about that? No. Yeah, you, I remember. In your rabbit hole, you found that? Yeah. Holy I mean, years slowly. ago, I remember when I was like hardcore, just raw plant-based. Yeah. There, I remember reading about this lady in Australia or New Zealand. And she literally, like a plant, would have water, sunshine, and just did a lot of like, breathing. Deep, uh, breathing. Panayama. But something happened where I think people wanted to follow along what she was doing. And I think you have to be at a certain level of consciousness. Totally. And somebody died. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that was a while ago. But I remember, yeah, yeah look no, at Breatharian. That's definitely, um, there's a lot to be said about that because there are very enlightened beings, you know, like in India where um, Baba Ram Das, who mm-hmm. we're, very, we're both Ram fans, um, his teacher, mm-hmm. his teacher, not even um, uh, Neem Karoli Baba, but his teacher that taught him all that he knows, uh, is a little Wait, tiny beyond Neem Karoli. Uh, yeah, no, like uh, he run. It's like right below Neem Karoli Baba, okay. right? And everybody thought that Neem Karoli Baba taught Baba Ramdas. Yeah, yeah. No, it's his teacher, and I forget his teacher. Little tiny Indian guy. He only lives on two cups of uh, milk and two hours of sleep a day. He runs the whole um, uh, 
uh, what was the name of his, his uh, temple? The Hanuman Hanuman Temple oh my temples. Gosh all over India. Wow. He, he designs it. Two cups it of milk and? To, and because cows are, are um, sacred, there. sacred there. So they're you got fresh with, milk. Yeah. And so, yeah, two cups of milk and two hours of sleep a day. And that guy works and he speaks like eight to 15 languages. And so going back to the breathitarian component, wow. there are people that yeah. literally, you know, and, and guru, gurus that lock themselves in a cave and mm -hmm. they don't eat anything uh, for years and they're meditating. It's incredible. Yeah. So I mean, it, it reminds us that food is so much more than the actual what we what we see. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So going back to what you said, where you have to be in the in, in that a level of consciousness mm -hmm. to be able to just live on air and, and sunlight or that minimum amount of dairy and then right. sleep, because they are enlightened beings that yeah. they're able to to do that. And I'm not there yet. <laughs> so you're yeah, pretty damn close, yeah, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> So I meditate. <laughs> but um, I wanted to just share something because we're talking about the importance of, you know, just being yeah. adaptable, and yeah. flex, you know, flexitarian. Mm -hmm. Jaime Anisman, who's a professor of neuroscience at Carleton University, um, spent 40 years studying stress and he published um, Stress in Your Health. Mm -hmm. He said it depends how you deal with the stress, right? Because mm -hmm. obviously there's different, you know, mm -hmm. stress is actually important. You know, there's totally. certain types of inflammation that yeah. are important. You know, it's yeah. our body's response, right, exactly. to infection. Exactly. Like I said, we had to, like, run away from the T-Rex. So we have to have the stress response to right. the flight or fight to right. move us. Yeah. But um, he was giving, saying different approaches may be good in different situations. Mm. So with different forms of stress or different stages of stress, so you need to be flexi flexible, flexible, not hanging on to your favorite approach, but adapt as necessary. Exactly. That's, that's the secret to, you know, our evolution is yeah. to be adaptable, resiliency. Yeah. That comes you know, to mind as well. Wow. So I just wanted to, speaking uh, about your um, lifestyle, so what, I know you said what helps you stay centered mm -hmm. and adaptable is your meditation yeah, practice. meditation practice. Um, and do you have any non-negotiables? I mean, you're flexible for the most part. Mm. Do you have any? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I will not eat, um, I will not eat meat, like beef. You know, mm -hmm. beef and chicken. So you'll have I'll so have like, deer. Yeah, deer. So you'll have deer. I'll have deer. Um, uh, some fish, if it's offered to me. I would never go out and buy. This is when somebody, I go to a person's house and this is what they have on the table, right? Yeah. But I don't go out and buy these things, right? Because I'm, right. I'm plant-based. Mm -hmm. uh, or I work. Your husband. Yeah, my husband. Uh, yeah, my husband eats chicken. My husband eats fish. Mm -hmm. He doesn't eat meat and he does eat banado. And so I told him that I don't cook chicken because chicken smells to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And so um, I told him if he wants to eat chicken, then we go eat it out. And so that's what he does. Uh, so that's the option. So, that you, so just knowing that you're not part of the process. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I just, you know, came to a point because I used to cook it. I just came to a point for in my life. Yeah, for him. And I, I came to a point in my life where I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like there's a need for this anymore in the house. And so I decided that I'm not cooking chicken anymore. And he can go out and eat chicken. <laughs> and so, he's totally fine with that. Yeah. Nice, and nice. So, But he gets... That's you know. beautiful. You guys make it work. Yeah. And that's part of being flexitarian. Exactly. It's like you live your life mm -hmm. the way you do. He does the way yeah, he does. Yeah, because no one still works. Exactly. And no and, judgment. And exactly. No judgment. Like, you know, I'm not... You have to do you to make you happy. I'm right. only... I'm, I'm in your life, but I'm only an athlete like an accent, you know, like yeah. I enhance, I can only enhance your life and you can only enhance my life because I come up with, 
from my source of happiness. Yeah. You cannot make me happy, right? I can make can myself happy, it. but you can add to it. Right. And so if or you take away from it. Exactly. <laughs> or you can take it, but I'm only looking for addition light. Right. Right. <laughs> and right. so and so um, if, if it's not that, then, mm. you know, we, we're flexitarian. We're going next. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. And, and non-negotiables, meat. Um, when at fiestas, you know, I definitely don't consume the meat. I'll consume like the hagansuni and all the other vegetables, and because that's at a buffet style, and so yeah. that, that's not like the pressure of having right. the one uncle next to me that, holding it exactly, right here for you. Latin <laughs> girl, I made you the the, alba, yeah. uh, the albany of the coconut crab. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Saying, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Eat it. Right? What's well, interesting, you brought that up. How are we doing on time? Are we okay? Okay, <laughs> I was thinking the other day about, um, I know on the news, okay, on the news, um, something came out about, I mean, we already know about, you know, different uh, toxicity, you know, yeah. that's left on our island or on the soil yeah. and the water, drums that they have found, mm-hmm. you know, and Coco's Island, you know, you heard about down south, I mean, you're at the, P- and the there's, PCB. Uh, does anybody know the stats and what, how many people died down in Melissa of cancer? Because I know about four people already. No, I know that that whole, it was considered a, a can, of course, people don't want to talk about it, but yeah. it's considered a cl- cancer cluster in that shoreline, right? Wow, really? I believe so, that's, so as wow, well the as, data's been uh, accumulated. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the data that I thought, like, I remember there was a time where if you go to um, the website to, to look at Superfunds yeah. on the island, half of there, there used to be like double digits. Yeah, and yeah. now if you go on, there's like, or that dump and like two others. I'm wow. like, how did it go from like double digits to two it, or three? It's like, you would think if these places were cleaned up, we would have heard yeah, about it. Yeah, but for sure. Anyway, that's another space. show. <laughs> but I wanted to just talk about that because when I was saying about, do you have any non-negotiables mm. for a long time for me was fish yeah. and seafood. And the more that I read and find out, not just locally, mm. you know, because I'm like, okay, well, I'll eat local. You know? exactly. I like to support local and want to eat mm-hmm. local. But when you find out about what's kind of been dumped in our oceans yeah. and like even in the soil mm-hmm. it makes me a little kind of skeptical like i don't shoot i came to a point where even my mom's like hey claire lenya you told me you can't have this <laughs> can't have that what can i eat but really seriously like hearing these things is it's it's frightening it's, scary. it's, it's very scary. It's very concerning and for then, our community yeah yeah and then of course i love salmon yeah but i found out that the salmon here none of it is the wild alaskan, alaskan. and if it's not then it's, it's farm raised and if you know about farm raised that is non-negotiable for me and it used to be my number one protein source i, was, oh, I used to be like word. if i'm gonna have any animal protein it'll be, it'll be fish. fish yeah sashimi sushmi and yeah. now you know and of course you know i'd see the fish and be like thank you for your life yeah but now knowing everything that it's kind of absorbed and been exposed to you know so, so someone asked me recently speaking of non-negotiables they're like so they asked me what what kind of diet i follow yeah and i spoke i said you know i don't like to pigeon my hole yeah. in anything you know and that's when i talked about flexitarianism but i told her knock on wood, if I found out I ever had any kind of terminal illness, mm-hmm. I would definitely go completely 100% plant-based yeah. raw. Yeah, raw. You know, because I, when, I, when I used to go to Optimum Health Institute, that's all you did. You just like, ju- you know, vegetable, not even fruit, vegetable fast, uh, juice, juice fast, wheatgrass yeah. and water wow. and like colon hydrotherapy, wow. right? But she's like, so if you knew that that's the diet you would take if something was wrong, why wouldn't you just do it now? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because I still want to have like a social, but yeah. you know, also it's about being flexible, yeah, right? Exactly. So having that, knowing that you you always have that tool, you, yeah. you know, so long as you have that knowledge and the tool of what to, 
what to, to run apply. to, yeah, exactly. what to apply. Like for instance, like fasting is a, I really love fasting and, and oh, it's an ancient practice. It's an ancient practice that I did for spiritual reasons. Mm. And I would, you know, one thing that fasting does for you is that you really go inward oh, yeah. and you'll, you can hear your heart beat. You can hear your breathing, you know, because that's the old, the energy that you have left yeah. after five days. Yeah. Right. Which is phenomenal because it lessens the noise. Right. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that it helped me do is go inward and really listen to myself, the source, the small, still voice within. And also the physiological component that came with it. And one of the things that I've noticed is that, you know, after like the second day, mm -hmm. I get this like surge of energy where I can't sleep at night. Yeah. And I'm fine oh, yeah. with that. Right. Yeah. And the next day I'm not tired. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Right. And then also um, the energy levels, the, 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 you know, the, the weight, the energy level and the wakefulness level. Right. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And everything was just like on point. Boom, right, boom, boom. Right. Clarity for yeah. sure. And nowadays with a lot of wonderful data coming out in regards to fasting, mm -hmm. you can know what your physiologic, what you physiologically go through up to five days. The f up to 12 hours, the first thing your body switches on is growth hormones. Wow. Kids get a lot of growth hormones. Mm -hmm. up at 30 years old, we our, our production gets reduced. Right, half. right. So as by we half. By half. I did exactly. not realize it was that. But 12 hours of fasting increases it by 1,300%. Wow. Okay, that's what I need to do. Okay, that's 12 hours, right? Mm -hmm. Then you take it up to like 15 hours. 15 hours, mm -hmm. then ketones start to get produced, right? And then ketones start burning um, fat as right. energy, which is great. Then also your insulin level production is reduced because your glucose you know, stores are being reduced. Right. So therefore, your insulin, there's no insulin spike, which makes your cells more um, uh, sensitive mm -hmm. to insulin when you get off the fast. Great for type 2. Right. But if it's more sensitive, because I'm thinking like if you're because like how I used yeah. to be, because what I had such a very pure, strict diet, yeah. I felt like if I, you know, you get a fresh, clean glass of water yeah. and you put this little bit of dirt yeah. in it, it's soup. You could really feel. Oh, it. yeah. Because you're so, so clean. Right. 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 But, but that's the, the insulin sensitivity is good for type two diabetes because they have excess sugar in their system. Oh, I see. What where you're yep. the insulin is like the key that opens up the cell so the sugars can go in. Ah, that key doesn't work anymore. Right, right. So then when you fast, that key gets sensitized again and mm. back to opening up and letting the sugars go in. So that's that's just that's a, incredible. Know, 13 hour, 14, 15 hour. Yeah. And then it gets even much more amazing. As you go. As you go because intestinal and... stem cells mm. start to reproduce in your lining of your, of your intestines, your yeah. telepas. And that's phenomenal for people with leaky gut. And then, this is even better, you take it up to four or five days, mm. then stem cells for the immune, to strengthen the immunity increases and stem cell reproduction increases. That is incredible. So much so that these stem cells are the blank cells, sorry, the blank cells that repair damaged tissues around your body. And that's why you can utilize these uh, mm -hmm. fasting component. So, wow, I got inflammation here. You know, I'm going to go yeah. send some stem cells there, you know, and it, 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 and your body already has the intelligence exactly. to know where to go. And then autophagy, again, is another thing in that 
uh, 17 hour fasting. Mm -hmm. We all have it. It's just that as we age and lifestyle toxins, Mm -hmm. it reduces the functionality of this autophagy where it's an organelle that detoxifies the cells and and, and um, reuses the protein and cleans up the cell. And it's and it's phenomenal. It's it its is. own uh, innate capability of detoxifying, right? It's incredible. And then what we do is we feed it, mm-hmm. right, the nutrients that can run efficiently. So we're burning clean. Mm-hmm. We're not storing toxins so much toxins, right. and we're not storing excess sugar. Yeah. And so it's just this flexitarian is like a preventive approach mm-hmm. to. Uh, it's because it's basically living your life adaptable, but having these tools exactly. in your back pocket so that if anything should arise because you we have ate sugar these, the mm-hmm. night before or right. gluten you know the night before you man now I'm, I'm ready to go fast yes because <laughs> because i have this like head exactly. fa- the, the head cold yeah i know because every time i've done it before I, i've never gone more mm-hmm. than three days water wow, fasting but really. i think like hearing maybe you know doing go, the four especially because i don't my son's not with me for a exactly. couple of weeks i'm like do, this would be yeah, the perfect time that would be the perfect time for yeah. self-care for claire and do the fasting yeah now next week i'm doing seven days raw Okay. Right, just to- strictly raw and then fasting after okay, let's for five do it together. days. Okay, let's do it together. I can go on and on. Yeah. Talk about so we're gonna we're gonna exactly. continue this in our next podcast. But um, man, man, lots really, of talk. I love no, there's, it. There's, there's, and the thing is, well, let's let, let's come back and talk about the fasting. Yeah, later I think on that after would a post. That would be a really good um, discussion discussion to have because especially it's the holidays. Exactly. And, you know about being flexitarian. Yeah. You want to go out there and enjoy yourself. Exactly. You know, with the parties and whatnot, and then have these tools to in your use. back pocket to use. When you're not, that's what I did after Thanksgiving. The so day you after can Thanksgiving, be your, your everyone, prime self right. again. Everyone right? was Black Fridaying. Exactly. I was like water fasting, like a hangover. Literally, I felt like a hangover. It was a sugar hangover. Exactly. Thanksgiving, post Thanksgiving, and you know, I didn't eat the next day either, and I was I fine. I felt my glands pop wow. out, and wow. then, and then I was fine, yeah. and then you know, boom, then life. My son, leaves, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and then it hits me again. Yeah. So I'll be fine. I'll just exactly. water fast. Plus today I didn't even eat yet, so oh, it man, already started. You are intermittent, girl. You're way past <laughs> well, intermittent. Planned. It wasn't planned. I was just like, oh man. Except no. for coffee. Actually, well, just I, think I about it. Just think about morning. it, Claire. Right? If you didn't do your lifestyle and these things happen, and you're yeah. running, you know, not as clean, you'd probably be a wreck. Oh yeah, I would be right? in bed. Say, I would be if yeah. I wasn't efficient. You know, taking care of the mind, body, and soul. Yeah, I'd be a wreck. <laughs> we're, here we are. We're strong <laughs> vitality. <laughs> I love you too. Mm, I love you so too. So good having you on today. And yes, you're definitely gonna see see yeah. her again. Back okay, on so here. De- yeah, let's do the fat. Let's do it next week. Yeah. Seven days of um, I got a, I got a crew going. Okay, so we got about so we're gonna get this people. going, yeah. and then we're we're gonna do is this is our pre fasting. Yeah. We're gonna take group. vitals. We're gonna do all this yeah. and get what aches and pains. Yeah, and then compare and contrast. And then we're gonna come back and then give you the post uh, exactly. results. Results. All right, so we're signing off now. Thank you for joining us, and uh, see you next time. Bye.